He sits behind his microphone. Everyone, welcome to We Like Having Fun and Office Hours Live with Tim Heidecker Recap Podcast. It's August 7th. Uh, it is Vic Berger, the fourth's birthday, officially today. We do our show on the actual day of the birthday because uh, we're, uh, you know, we really care about Vic. Um, what a show. What, what, do you, what can you say about that, Carl? You know? uh, uh yeah i'm carl i'm the co-host of the show i've been here forever <laughs> uh the vic burger birthday besh was great i thought that there was a great variety of guests it was a consistent flow throughout it seemed as if there was a structure to it but there were still a bunch of opportunities for zoomers to chat with whomever they wish and after hours was good too if i had to rate this episode i'd say it's about an 8.4 8.4 on Pitchfork. I'm going higher than that. I, I would thought this was a really fun one. Really moved quick. There was no, you know, just one thing after another. And I think with this, with this, because they're doing the birthday fun, it just just kept going. And it was, it was, you know, I was surprised. Vic was surprised. Really some fun surprises, which is always fun and different. Whereas when they announce who they're going to have, you know, you're just like, okay, when is, uh, when is this guy going to be up? Probably soon. Okay. You know, when you don't know and it's like, oh, you know, Joe Dante and just whoever it may be. It's just, you know, it's very, it's very fun. It was a good way to do it. So the surprises are good, guys. Um, yeah, I'll so, actually raise my score to an, an 8.9, maybe 9. Because I remember that we didn't know anything going into this episode. That's right. That's right. We knew nothing. Um, and I was wondering, I was like, are, is it going to be... You know, like the curly G was the kind of surprises that I maybe expected more goofy shit like inside Vic stuff. But man, they pulled out all the they pulled out all the stops, which was fun. And I learned a lot. I didn't know, you know, Ryan Philippe was a uh, was a big Vic fan. It, it's it's interesting to find these these, you know, kind of random celebs that are into this shit. But I'll say uh the start of the show was insane. It was like they were clipping hot. It was really loud and distorting, and they're yelling, and it was uh, just a shit ton of energy off the top. Um, they had all sorts of birthday, different birthday songs, and really nice like techno birthday thing that uh, Doug had, and um, yeah, lots of lots of fun drops and shit right off the bat. Um, they quickly did this goofy little prank where they they told Vic you know to move his car and then all dressed up like Vic uh for uh you know to surprise him when he came back and gave him a cake um the Vic gear was funny that was fun that just gave a, a levity and a lightness to the show that you know Tim being in the wig and then the, the bandana and the sunglasses just it just smelled like fun, right? Just was like this is gonna be fun all day long, and um, that was great. So good intro. Um, what'd you think of the uh, the prank? Which prank? <laughs> Did you listen or watch? I listened. You listened. Okay. Well, maybe it didn't come across on the audio, but in the beginning, 
Tim was like, yeah, it probably wouldn't have come across at all, actually. But Tim was like, oh, shit, I got to take. He like pretended like he was getting a text or something. And he's like, who has the Chevy or I don't remember what kind of car. But Vic's like, oh, shit, that's my car. And Tim's like, yeah, you got to move your car. You know, like there must be some sort of parking situation at Tim's house where there's a shared space or something. And Vic bolted out the door to go move his car. And in that time, Doug and Tim put on, you know, curly wigs and bandanas and, you know, kind of dressed up like Vic. So that when he came back, they, you know, surprised him with being in in Vic Burger uh, get-ups. And then they had a nice cake for him. Uh, And, yeah, that was very cute, very sweet. And uh, very early on, I don't know if you were listening to the drops closely, but... Uh, the our drop sample uh, thing that we did last week made it in early. My my uh, Vic Burger is an American treasure. Oh my god, that worked like gangbusters. They threw it right in. Uh, they were like, "Sure is," you know. They they responded to it, uh, so that worked. The communication continues. Um, they had another they had, they had another one. They did a couple times. Where I said good guest, fun energy, uh, like that that they that they used a couple of times throughout the show. Uh, so you know, my life is complete. Just so you know. Um, yeah, you're set. I'm set. You know, uh, some people. <laughs> I saw some tweets. You know, I don't know if they were maybe people that listened to this show, but they said, "Man, if I heard my own voice in, a, in an office hours drop, that would be the ultimate." You know. Thing to do before you die and I was like yeah I've been there it's pretty good it feels pretty good man you know you can't beat yeah. that that's the best so you just gotta hope that they keep using it and they don't um, have a drop uh, you know, for you. yeah yeah somebody might say fuck that stupid drop I honestly it kind of I don't I don't like that you ever like the sound of your own voice obviously and I'm like maybe I should maybe I should say some of this stuff in a deeper voice like good guest fun energy uh, you know, just give them some different tones, you know, because I, I feel feel like I got a little squirmy chipmunk voice. Um, this could be your start in voice acting if you play it right. Yeah, I love a nice, deep-voiced man. Um, whenever, like, <laughs> That's going to be a drop for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always thinking, yeah, yeah, now every time I say it, any kind of sentence is, you know, oh, shit, they could use that. Um... <laughs> um <laughs> There was a drop that I thought it was, was a drop. I don't remember where Tim said during quarantine I started playing Pokemon or something. Did you hear that one? That you started playing? Or no, started no. Playing? T- like it was a, it was a it was a drop of Tim's voice saying during quarantine I started playing Pokemon, and it was Pokemon oh. like something. There was like more words like Pokemon. I don't know Pokemon, so I don't I don't know. But I was like Tim played. It just doesn't sound right, but. He might have just been going off on a tangent on an episode from a bit ago. Um, the Zoom calls, the audio was dicey in the beginning of the show. They had that old when two people are on the screen and somebody's on a, you know, there's a Zoom and a, and Tim talking. The volumes would kind of, uh, they were just dipping and shit. But yeah, so that was kind of annoying, but they're figuring it out. Um, they always put up like a better audio version of the YouTube after too, but 
Jay the intern jump, jumped on to wish Vic a happy birthday and said, what are your hobbies besides tennis? Um, Vic doesn't, play, doesn't tennis. play tennis. No, yeah. no. Come on, Jay the intern, you're better than that, man. Come on, do your homework on, on these guys. <laughs> That's Doug and Tim's thing. That's not a Vic thing. Uh, so uh, we learned that Vic was a power forward, big b-ball player. A lot of b-ball talk uh, this episode. Um you play b-ball, Carl? You're kind of a tall guy, right? You tall? No. No, no? I'm like 5'8", five 5'9". Five okay. Maybe just because you're slender, it looks like you're, you know, I imagine you as a taller boy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you see like a quarter of my upper part. Uh, yes, that. yes. Ah, yeah. you, good, have good, yeah. you have good You have good. framing on the Zoom, though, unlike... Uh, I, I was just cracking up at the af- in the after hours when Doug was calling out everybody on their framing. You know, he started doing oh, ex- examples of it. Yeah, I haven't yeah, been was... on. Um, I haven't been in the Zoom for a bit, but I definitely just scrolled through and just pinned someone that looks funny, or just yeah. we'll just be doing some other stuff. Like, well, they're like slumped fun. way down. It's like, are you looking at the yourself? Like, why? Like- Shit. There's like you know, the, they're literally their eyes and half their nose are at the bottom of the screen, and then it's all headroom and blank space. It's it's very silly. Yeah, especially um, when you're in a weird like battle zone territory on Zoom, where you could easily just be pulled up to the front, and, mm-hmm. and your whole posture is revealed. Uh, the first special guest was Gumby, which I thought that was a cute transition. Tim had a little Gumby. Uh, toy and then they're like oh we got the real gumby (laughs) and there was a call from gumby and uh (laughs) this is the way i thought the show was gonna go okay i thought it was gonna be goofs and gags like that um it obviously uh you know got deeper than that but that was a great i mean they built it really good because they started there and that was funny and that was like a cute little thing and um i thought that gumby was pretty hilarious um city of the day uh, a really good fake sponsor this week. I loved Flats. Um, I thought that was very clever, and uh, just went on and on. And I, I, I LOL'd quite a bit there. Um, take the carbonation out of your seltzer. <laughs> uh, you know, all the riffing on that I thought was really good. Their little write up was really funny. I saw some images today. Um, somebody mocked up a little ad. I don't know if you saw that, but there's like a logo for Flats, which is P-H-L-A-T-Z, I want to say. And, you know, they have the little write-up and then the, um, you know, the small print that says, uh, you know, don't take the last sip of the drink because you'll get the chalky mash and... Uh, <laughs> You know, you can't recycle the, a can after putting it, you know, all, all of this shit. Very funny. Um, and they don't work on Schweppes, which, you know, I, I was laughing real hard during all that. Um, what do you think of Flats? You're a seltzer drinker, a, sel- a seltzer thief you are. So, um. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, so follow up, I actually got, tried to get that same seltzer uh-huh. this week. Uh-huh. And I had to pay for it, which I'm fine with. I got the you, money, but... Uh, you put it underneath yeah. again? You try to slide it again? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's because they bagged my bags this time. I couldn't slide. But, gotcha. Uh, gotcha. Okay. The funds are well, there. It's just like, oh, well, 
You want to give me seltzer? I'm going to take it. You know, I'm not going to. I'm not right. trying to save the world here. Um, and water at some point just gets boring. Yeah. So Tim Tim said he's a Waterloo black cherry guy. So I know that you you thought that you maybe saw a Trader Joe's can, but I think he changes it up. I've seen a lot of Lacroix. I've yeah, seen some Waterloo. He switches it up. He seems like he's in that. You know, a little bit of the, you know, Waterloo LaCroix. That's in that, like, little bit of that upper echelon of the Celts. Um, yeah. Soon we're going to have a Seltzer of the Day code we have to decode. Seltzer of the Day. That would be fun. Um, O'Hara Township, Pennsylvania. I don't know. I don't know anything about this code. I'm following the City of the Day guy on Twitter. Um, I don't know. You, you got, you know, I... I don't really care enough to like look into it, but I'm hoping to maybe find something out because it's fun. Um, Do you know who does that Twitter? No, it's just a guy called Cotd. Um, so I don't know who it actually is, but uh, we've been in contact. We should get him on. That would be fun. You know, reveal the mystery of who the city of the day man is and see if see if he's cracked the new code. Um. And then uh, we had the next special guest, Vic's mom and dad. Yay, fun. Um, I love the family shit. Like, that was great last week with Tim's mom. I think that this was really cute and sweet and funny. Um, And I'd say the highlight of this was... um, Well, there was two things I noted. One is that... um, his dad started growing a goatee, and I think there was a miscommunication because he's like, yeah, I started it at the beach. <laughs> or something it was like, Vic's like, wait, wait, you're saying you started growing a goatee at the beach? That was weird and funny. And um, then they said to, because of the copyright on the Happy Birthday song, you have to make up a new version of the birthday song. Yeah. Do you know why there's that copyright? I don't know. Do you know a story there? Well, I think Michael Michael Jackson bought it. Correct me if I'm wrong. So that's why if you go to a restaurant, they never say the traditional happy birthday song. They always have some parody of it. Yeah. Like Applebee's claps. Uh-huh. And they keep saying Applebee's. Oh, backstage. Happy, happy yeah, birthday happy, happy, happy. Yeah, yeah, some of that bullshit. Right. So I think if you actually get heard singing that in public and it's a business, you could have to fork over some money. Yeah. Makes sense. And, um, it's weird though. It's such a random thing. It is a weird one. You know, Michael Jackson. He was a smart guy. He knew he was going to make some. You know, he can make some coin, extra coin off of that. Just I'll buy the birthday song. Anybody sings that, I'll collect a little money. What song would you buy? What song would I buy? Oh, um, I'm trying to think of something that would be as uh, <laughs> I guess Happy Birthday. I'd I'd buy Jingle Bells. Okay, because Jingle Bells. That's yeah. that's what uh. That's what Vic's mom sang happy birthday in the tune of. She literally thought of like the next most recognizable song in the world, Jingle Bells. I thought she did a good job of like, you know, happy birthday, happy birthday. You know, like she she did it. She was quick yeah. on the spot. You could see that you see where Vic gets his uh, musical talents from, from Mama. So yeah, I'd buy I'd buy Jingle Bells. Um what about you? Would you you got a song you'd buy? Maybe here comes the bride. Here comes the bride. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every time that's played, pay up. 
Um, Fuck up a wedding pretty easily. That's right. Fuck it up. Uh, we got some nice Casey Kasem lottery number reading. Little conversation with Trump. I'm I'm laughing during that, guys. That works every time for me. Every damn time, I laugh. So, uh, uh, <laughs> Tim did started this little bit about getting this pill. I don't know where that was going, um, but I thought it was going to be tied into to Dom the Deadhead who came up next, and I thought it was going to be like a joke, you know, the Grateful Dead. You take acid or you know i thought there was going to be a tie in there it wasn't really there but um yeah dom the deadhead came on and really that just led to the bringing up of fear of death carl i assume you listened to the fear of death song yeah i listened to it when i was driving home from one wake out kind of near Allentown. Oh. Did you uh did you see the video as well or No. No. But I saw like the end of it when I was switching. But yeah, I just let YouTube roll while I was driving and I didn't watch it, but I heard it. I was into it. Yeah, you liked it? Yeah. Yeah, it's good. And I like how they had that uh piano version of it on I think after hours. Yeah, Tim uh Tim sat up in the piano and just started ripping, but yeah, I think the song's the song sounds great. I mean, he he wasn't lying. He said it's the best music he thinks that he's ever made. And yeah, adding adding Wise Blood, adding all those players. I mean, they're groovy, man. They're they're good. So, you know, Tim writes good songs. He writes good. He has good chord progressions and he has good melodies. And you know, they're like good catchy pop songs. And you get some good players playing with you. You know, there that's that's the ingredients right there. So that was great. And Tim had you know, he, Tim was kind of proud to say that this was a this whole project is, you know, an office hours birthing uh, project because they even I think they even sang that song him and wise blood on the episode they just like kind of improv sang a little bit I'm gonna look it up but I'll, Tim I'll give you the gist of the song attention. it goes uh, uh. Goes, like now now I'm making uh, it about me <laughs> like now, I live now. in fear of everyone I don't feel understand I don't want to Don't count on us becoming friends I think I'm done growing I think I'm done growing I think I'm done growing Yeah That's nice. I mean, th- this is going to be a cool thing. I, I pre-ordered the colored vinyl record package. Okay? I'm going to support my boy. And I thought it was cool. And I was like, comes with, you know, I got the t-shirt. I thought the album artwork was very cool. Um, so I bought the package for, you know, $35. Not a bad price. You get a few items. And they sold out of it. So that was, I did that when... Um, 
you know, Tim posted it a day before for the, the Patreons. And that's cool, right? I mean, that's that's solid. Well done. I mean, give us the shot. I mean, this is another uh, another cool, you know, legitimate thing that we got to we got to listen to that song a day early, and I was I was very pumped about that. So, thanks, Tim. Um, they they got into the Talking Heads. They talked about Tim's Pitchfork interview. I read the Pitchfork interview. Um, seems like him and Wiseblood are having a heck of a time, you know, making this and promoting it and doing press. Wow. Can you make a, wouldn't you kill that one? Yeah. I mean, it's not a good message. <laughs> Fear of death is keeping me alive for sure. So we'll, we'll record that together. Yeah, no problem. With Rado. Yes. He would kill that one. He would kill it, yeah. It's got a Crosby, Stills, and Nash vibe to it. Mm-hmm. Doug will stay out of the picture on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Get me in the lab. I'll do. Uh, you know, I'll I'll bring some bring some beats, some textures to it. <laughs> uh, what happens to the Alex Jones cult when they, you know, sacrifice themselves and, and they get to heaven? What do they get? You know, <laughs> baby back ribs. They get baby back ribs. <laughs> how many? How yeah. many baby back ribs? A half rack. Um, I LOL'd very much at that. The quick response, the quick half rack, you know, like <laughs> only a half rack for yeah. giving up your life. It for sounds the better than if you said full rack anyway. It, yeah, rack. I'm so, listen, half rack. So budget. It's just, it's just very rack. funny. Half rack uh, cracking up. Um, next surprise, Ryan Felipe. Uh, Felipe. I, I struggle with the name too, guys. You know, and I know what they say. Philippe, Felipe. I don't know. Um, Philippi. Philip Philippi. Yeah, is it Philippi? Ryan Philippi. It's not Philippe? No, I don't think it's not so. Fi- Fi- no Felipe. Um so yeah, Ryan Felipe Philippi is you know, I know him from the movie Cruel Intentions, I think is <laughs> where I pinpoint him. You ever seen that movie Cruel Intentions? Yeah, that one placebo song they use in the beginning with the skyline that they keep driving over. That song gets stuck in my head pretty frequently. Yeah, I don't remember that song. I remember, like, you know, there was these young, hot, you know, girls, and, you know, it was just like a sexy teen movie, and it was kind of just like pushing it when I was a younger boy, and it was like, wow, this is is a sexy little movie for these teens. Um yeah, Ryan called Vic a national treasure right off the bat. So he heard the drop. He's listening. He knows He knows what to do. So thanks, Ryan, for repeating my drop. Um, he, his shirt was funny, Major League Sadness. They were like, aw. And, uh, yeah, he's in the middle of a, a quarantine over in Canada, which they're very strict over there, but that's good. Um, but it's funny to think about these celebs that I got to deal with it like anybody else. 14 days, no air conditioning. That's kind of hilarious. Um, yeah, for an Airbnb. You got you to gotta make sure you got that filter checked, you know. You got to get air conditioning, Ryan. So Yeah. And you think a producer I mean, or somebody could take care of them, right? Like like they were saying, we'll send you a fucking air conditioning. You know, come on, it's a hundred dollars you get a ac unit in the window you know you can't be torturing yourself there but yeah i don't know 
Maybe that'll make his role stronger. You ever been to Vancouver, Carl? No. No? Vancouver, British Columbia. I haven't been to Canada, period. Haven't been to Canada, period? Carl. Yeah, not, not as close to it as you are. It's true. You're not. Were you? But, uh, yeah. Uh, like a few years ago, my buddies said that they would go pretty frequently, like once every year, and then I just yeah. missed the boat. Vancouver's a pretty city. It's very nice. Um, I hadn't thought about the Battlestar Galactica thing that Tim brought up about the all the shots, but it all now it all makes sense. The you know the the river or the water there with the where the kind of seaplanes come in and out in the, the city skyline there. That is exactly fucking Caprica or whatever the name of the city is in BSG. Um, <laughs> I thought it was funny that, you know, Ryan said, oh, my connection to Absolutely is I'm the only guest that was on twice on the Eric Andre show. And Doug just didn't want to believe him about this. He thugs like, uh, I don't know about that. And kind of kept that going for a while, um, (laughs) which was funny. And then Tim said that he's the only person to play two different characters in the Marvel Universe, the only actor. Another one, nobody, we weren't sure whether to believe that or not. Somebody's, they're still, we're still waiting on the, outcome of that um ryan's from allentown as well that's that's interesting and um, i think he has family in allentown is that what he said yeah, yeah he's actually from newcastle delaware okay look at you so tax-free shopping um so yeah ryan was a great guest um he you know, unexpected, you know, of all of all the celebs that I've, you know, that you kind of know briefly, he, you know, I, I haven't seen him. Um, I guess yeah, he was in MacGruber, which is a few years old now um, or I don't, a lot of years old. I, I don't even remember when MacGruber came out. Maybe. I don't know. Six, seven, ten. I don't, I don't know how many years ago, but, um, you know, so 2010, ten years ago. OK, so. Yeah, Felipe haven't Felipe haven't seen him in anything in a while, really. I'm glad he's doing good. He's got he looks like a very he still looks like a young boy. He still looks like the younger boy, but he has he said he has, you know, 16 year old children, so that he's showing um Vic's videos to. So, uh, you know, good job, Brian. Let's uh tell me about the the creams you're using. Um, let's get on that. Um, so that was nice. Uh, as soon as they got off the call, Doug said, you know what? I think he was right about the two appearances. <laughs> so, uh, you know, Doug changed his mind as soon as he got off the call. They talked a little about Ellen and, and office hours taking over for Ellen. Um, I laughed very much. He said, you know, we can stop saying fuck and cunt. <laughs> and uh, I giggled because they said fuck and cunt. And that's, uh, you know, makes me laugh. Um... We learned that Matt was uh, remote this week at this point. Um, I didn't realize that in, until this at this point that, you know, I think Matt came on the screen and Tim mentioned that. And he said that he was verbally whipping um, Matt. Uh, yeah, his audio was Zoom like the whole time. I'm surprised you didn't pick up on that. I wasn't paying attention. I wasn't paying attention, mm-hmm. Carl. You know, because the audio is always dicey when they have a second person on the screen anyway i don't know he's not matt's i guess i should have known because his voice wasn't like in the normal 
Office Hours audio mix, but um, I think this was the first time he talked during the show. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong about that. Um, yeah. I thought that he had coronavirus for a second and he was distancing himself. Yeah, it's, that would be very sad. Um, but, but we're all we're all not the case. We're all gonna get it. Um, yeah, definitely. I like this bit where Doug uh, Doug's like, "I'll be the you know, I'll be the def- you know defender of Trump," and uh, that bit was good. They got into the Yosemite, you know, the Yosemites. And Did you watch that video Vic posted <laughs> from that speech? Uh, the Vic posted. Yeah. No, I don't think I. Uh, maybe I did. I'm not sure. Um, oh, he chops up that was it, one. It's a mashup. With, yeah, yeah. Yeah, with Trump trying to say Yosemite. Uh huh. Well, listen. The guy says tons of words. He says so many words all day long and says them perfect. And you got to pick the one that you know he messes up. You know. Nah, he has a few bloopers in that. I don't know if that was Vic's editing mm. or his natural speech, but there were no, quite know. a few bloopers in that. Yeah, that, no, I mean he's a he's a fucking disaster. But Doug's response was very funny. Um, Phil Braun's lawyer. This whole bit, I laughed a lot. This is really funny, really well done. Whoever Phil got was a good, did a good job, kind of acting and playing that role of the guy. If you were just listening, like it was just like a kind of a you know dorky looking guy reading a letter, um, ha- handwritten letter. Um, you know, he he said Doug said he dropped the ball. He is the ball. Um, so that was a funny back and forth. I have no idea. I assume I don't know. I don't know what what how if Phil and these guys talk much about what they're doing. You know what what it's going to be. Um, but it was like a perfect back and forth banter where you know Tim was like, "We're not erasing history. We're not tearing down statues." and you know, then the boys had drops in response to that. It was just all real clean and just, you know, I was like, man, this is just, the show is just hitting really well. So uh, that was good. Phil Braun's lawyer. I assume Phil will be back now soon, but what'd you think of the Phil letter? Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Those allegations are pretty serious. Yeah. I mean, I think he would just have to come and I don't know. Yeah, maybe this is pushing it even further away. But I, I like where it's going. It's very funny. Um, SaveOurStages.com. They got serious for a minute, but this is a really good thing to to do. Um, I did it. I filled out the form while I was listening to the show live. Go to SaveOurStages.com, and you can you know email your congressman. And it's just basically signing a, a petition of sorts. And, yeah, it was um, an easy one to fill out. Yeah, very nice little well done or, you know, put together website. So if you haven't done that yet, saveourstages.com. In my own life, you know, I run a little record label and I work with a lot of small musicians that play small venues um, and, you know, small to medium. And that is the only way that any income is earned for anybody, okay? Because making the records and stuff there's no money anymore there's for that because it just goes up on spotify and nobody buys records so the only time you can actually make money is if we print records and you know like tim selling packages and stuff you go on the road with your stuff and you sell your physical record at one of these venues 
not to mention the venue makes some money, the venue pays the, the artist. If that whole thing goes away, it's really, really going to be dire for, you know, independent, you know, smaller artists. So, you know, we're, you know, let's all say a prayer for the, uh, the small venue owners and, and hope that, uh, you know, I don't know, just get that get a vaccine going. You know, you know, I don't know what else we're going to do. I don't know. Other parts of the world, they're going back to normal. We're uh, we're going to shit over here. So, yeah, you got any you got any feelings about? I mean, I'm I'm sure you agree with all that, but um, any uh, any of your favorite venues in Philly in uh, in fear of shutting her down? I have two friends that work at one of the smaller um, properties that the main kind of venue in Philly owns, and. The one's boarded up, like the main one's been boarded up and I biked by it the other day and there's homeless people posted up outside. So that's not a good What's, look. Which one is that? Union transfer. Union transfer. Okay. Yeah. And I think that's through Live Nation. I don't know how all the ticketing and booking works and managerial uh, procedures, but they work at a smaller venue that's uh, affiliated with that larger one. And there's talk of them just not even reopening because it's so small to them. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. that stuff's a shame. And this was a great chance for everyone in the Office Hours Live community to fill this out because it doesn't take very much time. And at some point, we'll go back to normal and we'll want to go to these places to hear music and hear banter and hopefully see an Office Hours Live live show. Moving on, um, the next surprise, Joe Dante. What a fucking crazy surprise this was. Director of Gremlins, The Burbs. Um, you know, I was like, whoa, how crazy is this? Um, so that's awesome that these guys are able to pull just, you know, that's a pretty big pull. And uh, Joe Dante seems like a great guy. I mean, he was he jumped right in and was, uh, you know... You know, had some funny little stories. Talked about you know, little some Tom Hanks. You know, little some back you know behind the scenes kind of stuff about Tom Hanks and the al- alternate endings to the Burbs, and um, then they got into the Police Squad and all that stuff was really interesting. Um, I didn't know, like, I didn't even know that stuff about the movie Airplane and how it's like a beat for beat remake of this other movie. And um, you know, I was just thoroughly interested in this um this guest uh interview he was it was funny it was interesting and uh and it obviously made Vic very happy which you know is very sweet um and Joe Dante said he has a podcast I was like man maybe I'll give it a sniff I don't know Joe Dante podcast um the movies that made me yeah Um, small soldiers being one of them yeah did you um what are you familiar with Joe Dante's work of the Burbs and Gremlins and all that. You're a little younger, uh, just, so maybe I'm not sure. Yeah, just Small Soldiers. I know that he directed that upon further you inspection. Didn't, you didn't, uh, you haven't seen Gremlins? I think that was one movie everyone hyped up, but I was too late to actually see it. See it? I mean, it came out in 84. Yeah. So. It's just like a class. I mean, it's a f- classic. Gremlins is great. I would highly suggest watch. You know, Gremlins is a good Christmas movie, if you could believe that. Um, so, 
watch Gremlins. The Burbs. Oh, my God. Another just super fucking classic. They don't make them like that anymore. You know what I mean? They don't make them like the Burbs no more. Uh, such a fucking weird, dark, strange film. Um, I thought it was interesting. They said it got just destroyed uh, the, by the critics and, you know, obviously went on to become a, a classic. So that was great. You know, Tim even got into that saying, ah, when I used to go to the movies, I used to see, you know, uh, you know, this and that. And now they got this. And um, that was funny. We love movies. Uh, another surprise guest, Curly G. Um you know, this is this is a fucking funny thing. This is clearly like a Vic, uh, you know, Vic must Vic's a Stooges boy, and he he must love this Curly G, and uh, Curly G Curly G doing the news. What what do you think? I think that would be a funny segment. You you like that? Yeah. Hopefully, we see more of Curly G. He can easily be a staple. I think that he would probably be interested. I don't know if he's got a ton going on. Um, <laughs> no got offense to that. A little bit of a that. YouTube following. Yeah, no, he does. He's got millions of views on some of his stuff. So, um, you know, they're like, you know, they said, Vic, you could be the next Larry. And, uh, you know, (laughs) I mean, that's Vic is a dead ringer. It's like, get him in. Of course, join the troop. It'll be your your ultimate dream, Vic. So good guest, fun energy. Um, That's me doing a drop of my own drop that was played right after that. Weird Al, get a get a message from Weird Al. I mean, that is incredible. Um, they joked. Tim's like it was only a hundred and fifty dollars. Uh, <laughs> I laughed about that. Um, and they said that's pretty weird, if you ask me. Um, so they they had kind of joked that maybe it was a cameo. Um, have you looked into this cameo at all, Carl? Have you thought about cameoing a friend or where you can you know buy? Uh, someone you can you can buy a celeb like you can buy like a celeb you can just tell a celebrity to do anything you know you can like write a you can just write a script and say read these lines for me for a hundred bucks or whatever it's there's different prices like yeah if you want the website and i've browsed it yeah uh, i'm not in the market and i don't need to get any cameos for anything i don't think i've been thinking about it for a couple different things i've been thinking about for birthdays maybe I, i think that I think it's a nice gift. I mean, at this day and age, you know, you know, getting somebody like a physical thing. I mean, sometimes that works if when the world was open, if you could go to a weird flea market and find this old Willie Nelson painting, you know, like sometimes you can find a cool thing and give it to a friend. But this is an I think this is actually is a pretty clever, funny thing that people would like if. You know, if any of the Trinity was on cameo, you know what I mean? Like that, I would, I would do it. You know, get you know, Doug, fifty bucks for a Doug message. You know, I don't know. Somebody might yeah. do that. These guys should think about it. I'm looking now, and Mick Foley is only seventy five dollars. Yeah, no, there's some, there's some deals. You know, I want to say, I want to say like, I don't know, somebody big like William Shatner was on there for like pretty cheap, or maybe I'm wrong about that, but like surprisingly some of the older boys are just like oh yeah i'll do that for one minute for 50 like talk about a good rate 50 dollars yeah. a minute it's not bad hundred dollars so. for select football players. i think that's yeah, wild i think the the office hours guys should just start their own version of cameo 
you could even have Matt have like a real cheap one, like four dollars. Um, no offense, Matt, but <laughs> but you know, like, why give the money to Cameo? Just do it through Patreon and say, hey, you guys want a message? <laughs> we'll just we'll just record a message and send it to you. So, hey, you guys want to make yeah. extra money? Only for Patreons, you know, you get Tim's private Cameo. That's an idea, guys. Bring in some more funds. You'll get to that thirty million soon. Yeah, we had a couple more calls. Nothing really that noteworthy. Somebody did a nice drawing of Vic as an as an angel and a gentleman, um, and you know, kind of fired off the things, uh, the the birthdays that he shares. You know, the same day, um, which is today. Kai Caetano Veloso, the Brazilian musician, he's great. Um, yeah, final call. A lot of people dressed up like Vic, which was funny. The final call was somebody that slightly resembled Vic, and you know, Tim said, "Oh, it's just like a better-looking Vic." Um, <laughs> and then we got a Tim uh, Brian Wilson impression, and uh, we got. Little drop concert at the end of the show, but excellent first show. Uh, you know, main show, really solid. I didn't really miss the Zoom call at this point. If you have solid guests like that and it's surprising and it just the energy keeps moving, I don't need a couple more random Zoom calls of people with you know bullshit to say. No offense, but um, but it was really it must be really nice for Vic. Everybody just kind of called in and said. Happy birthday, Vic. So birthday shows are going to be fun. I, you know, if, imagine Tim's birthday or anybody else's birthday should be very fun if they, you know, make it a big deal like they did for this. Um, after hours, uh, you know, I got to I got to say that last week, stupidly, I was like, what are they vacuuming up at the end of the show? And somebody hit me on Twitter and they said, the hair, you moron. And I was like, oh, okay, like, you know, sorry, I just wasn't, you know, I didn't think of that. But, yes, obviously they were cl- they were cleaning up the haircut. And they didn't vacuum it all up because they saved some because it was sitting on a plate on top of Tim's piano. And, uh, you know, they were kind of passing around this plate of hair, which was pretty gross. But, um, you know, Vic asked if it goes bad and... Doug said, "No, hair's good. I've, I, you know, when I used to dig up bodies in the cemetery, uh, the hair was always stayed fine. So, just moving through after hours kind of quickly. Uh, anything stand out for you? I mean, I, I noted lots of stuff, but um, I mentioned the fear of death. Fear of death again? Yeah. yeah oh, because they because yeah. they jammed on it. Yep. They um, yep. they well, Tim started playing Happy Birthday song." You know, uh-oh. And uh, Michael Jackson's coming for you. And he transitioned right into Fear of Death, which was, you know, a nice uh, nice segue. Um, and uh, that was kind of fun. He, he, like, was sitting over the piano, and, like, the other boys kind of took, took calls. And it was funny to see Vic just kind of taking calls. And Vic is such a polite, nice guy, you know? Like, he's just... He can't... He cannot... He does not have that <laughs> that sarcastic bone in his body like the other guys. Like he he doesn't ever. He's just always a genuinely nice guy to callers and stuff, and that makes it 
good. There's it's nice to have the straight man, the you know, kind of straight guy Vic. So happy birthday, Vic. That was really great. Tim has high cholesterol. Um, the Beirut explode the Beirut explosion, potential funny business. Don't want to get into all that, but that video is fucking crazy. Um, or that if you know, that happening is fucking crazy. Um uh, Vic, you know, Vic had high cholesterol and, you know, his doctor said there's a patch for that. You know, you put it over your mouth, <laughs> which, uh, that was a funny joke. Um, and, uh, Doug just said, um, to starve out your kids. If you get stuck eating your kids food, just starve them out. They'll, they'll eat something eventually. They'll eat what you want them to eat. Um, and Doug did say that he lost 12 pounds recently. So he did look different, okay? Doug looks different. Um, <laughs> he looks skinny or something. I, I don't know. I just thought he, I thought he looked different. He looks good. He looks different than in the basketball video. Like the basketball video has got a little bit of a, you know, a little bit of a rounder cheek situation. Um, I loved Doug's impression of the Zoomers. That made me laugh a lot. If you weren't watching and listening, Maybe not as funny, sort of a visual gag, but he kept, um, you know, he like set up his camera and was showing all the, I got to agree, when I'm watching, I'm like, what are these, you know, are these people never been in a fucking Zoom call? Like, you're sitting there with the thing on your face the whole time, and then you come on and you're like, way off, and it's like, what are you doing? You're failing. Uh, let's see what else. They talked about They Might Be Giants and did a whole sing of They Might Be Giants. You know that band, Carl? They Might Be Giants? Yeah, I've heard that one song that Tim was going on about. Yeah, he did. That the um, only one I've heard. Flood that was, was a great the record. Malcolm in the Middle theme song, too, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, they did do the Malcolm in the Middle theme song. So there's, um, there's two songs. There you go. Um, You big Malcolm in the Middle guy? No, but that piece no. of trivia just stuck with me. Yeah, again. yeah, no. I'm trying to think of how that song goes. It's like an obnoxious song. Yes, no, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Can you repeat the question? The um, it's another song that sounds like a conversation, just like the one Tim was talking about. No, I know. Yeah, no, they're that's their thing, I guess. Um, that album, Flood is great lighthouse uh, in your soul is um is a really it's good good song my brother my older brother and sister were big into they might be giants so as a when i was a young boy we would listen to that they would play it in the car family vacations and you know my my parents would uh you know allow them to put on their tape for a little while and they would sing along and I have fond memories of that album, particularly. They have a great, um, I'm not sure if it's Flood, but one of them, one of the albums has like this back in the day when they had the um, hidden track, you know what I mean? The hidden tracks. Um, they Might Be Giants had one that was like, was like 20 little 10 second songs in a row um, as their like hidden track at the end. And those that thing stuck in my head. My brother used to listen to that all the time, and really funny. I may maybe I'll find an example of those. Are you the guy who hits me in the eye? Are you the guy who hits me in the eye? Please pass the milk, please. What's that blue thing doing here? Vic's got a new record coming out. 
Carl, these guys need a math class. Uh, you know, you got to go on the Zoom and give them some I, fucking math lessons. Yeah, I, I was, you know, I know that I know that's a gag, but like I said, I don't think Vic, like Vic, was Vic kidding? Like Vic, like I don't feel like Vic, Dick, Vic doesn't kid around about you know normal things like that. But I was like, come on, are you shitting me? You don't know five times three? Like, did they mess I, up I five know. times three? I thought it was the well. Thousand. It took them a it took them a while to figure out. Well, if we had three thousand Patreons and they each pay five dollars, how much would that be a month? You know, okay. that took like that took like three minutes for them to figure out. And I was like. Right. Are, is this a is this a gag? I hope so. Um, either way, Carl, I think you need to go on and and give him a little math arithmetic uh, lesson. Um, they can let me know if they need any assistance, but they're smart guys, so they they were on the spot too. Well, you teach that like new style math, I, I imagine, right? What does that new style look like? I don't know. I- I don't know, but I've been hearing things from my friends who have kids now, and they're like, they're like, what's up with the math? Like, it's like different. And right. I guess maybe you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, common core? Common yeah, that's, core? That's a big thing of like, these are things everybody should know in math. Yeah, but like, I don't, like, it's different. It's like, a, it's just like a different way of, of going about it, I think. But. Yeah, and different um, benchmarks or. Uh, milestones that they want select students to achieve yeah basically friends of mine family members of mine are like you know i want to help my second grader with their math homework and i can't like and i look at it i'm like wait what and they got to like look it up themselves and you know you can't be changing math you know just let it be math is math you know there's there can't be a better way is there Uh, you know i'm kind of interested Uh, some people think that there's a different way where it's more visual and Mm -hmm. word problems are kind of getting crucified left and right as being too wordy and having too many random elements that just confuse whoever's reading it so then it could fall back on someone's reading comprehension where they're awesome at math and can add any number with another number or multiply whatever but if they can't read through a problem but really, I mean, the, like, like what the what the guys were doing at the end of the show was like, you know, a low level exam question where it's like, OK, if you are, you know, if you run a Patreon and you have 3000 members that pay five dollars a month, you know, how yeah. many months would it take before you make a million? You know, whatever that is. But it was a very much one of those math problems that, you know, maybe there is a new way to teach that because these boys, you know, struggled. Yeah, um, I think uh they had one where it was the 1,000 times 3,000, and yeah, just add up the zeros. Like, add up the zeros, do one times three. You have six zeros, and then one three, and then three million. It took a while to get there. There it was, was there was like there was thirty thousand three. You know, it, it was very it took a while to get there, but. So yeah, we close out with Doug's B ball part three. Did you did you watch uh, the B ball vid? I've heard it, but I didn't. You've find just it heard on it. YouTube. Is it not live yet? <laughs> I'm not sure if it's on YouTube. It's on the Patreon page, and it's on Doug's Instagram. And the Doug you know, Patreon or Office Hours Patreon? Again, being a Doug Patreon, Doug Pound Patreon member, I um saw this cut. You know. Like weeks ago, I don't know, not weeks ago, but a while back, 
he, it was attached to the part two already, but part three is very funny that the, uh, the Woody hair lesson, um, you know, Spalding, you know, very well done. I like the basketball vids, uh, <laughs> again, um, sneak, you know, basketball trilogy, um, really good. Yeah. So. so is that the end of it? I think he said that there were three parts and that's it. Yeah, I guess that's the trilogy. Um, but, um, yeah, for all you, uh, creators out there, you know, just go out with your bud and a basketball and a, you know, camera phone. And obviously somebody else was filming, but, you know, get on your old, uh, you know, your avids and your, your premiere pros and your final cut pros and edit together a funny video with your friends when you're allowed to see them again. Um, yeah, basketball comes back again. So, yeah, we, we didn't get much of a drop concert at the end of the uh, after hours. I, I heard one kind of kicking off, and then uh, the video cut out on me. I, I, I watched after hours later in the evening last night. Um, but, yeah, what a great episode. Uh, I have nothing, you know, I'm, I'm giving it a 9.8. I, I really had a good time with that. Happy birthday, Vic. Officially happy birthday. I'm going to try to post this today on your birthday. And uh, great job, guys. Is when they get the, hit the 3,000 that the, this show is just for the Patreon members? You'd think that would be the case, right? Well, that's a good because question. I don't know. It's like, you know, when we hit 3,000, we're going to do a three-hour WHL. Like for, for everybody, for everybody, that wouldn't be right. No, I don't. I don't know. I mean, why would they not just push that out? Because they, you know, the whole thing is about joining. I don't know. Yeah. That's interesting, guys. You're gonna have to clear that up. This three thousand is that gonna be a private, um, WHL separate episode, um, just for the Patreon members? Maybe they do it and then they like release it. Uh, you know, the next day or something. Um, but yeah, I mean, the WHL thing is kind of, kind of an in joke anyway, right? Like that kind of works best on people that are just into it. Oh, you know, they didn't do this week. Um, they didn't do the new title. Yeah, I don't think they wanted to taint the fact that it was Vic's birthday week. Yeah, good, good, good call. Um, they could, you know, they could have said, you know, they could have been like, oh, it's Vic's birthday, so we're just going to call it Vic Burger the Fourth's birthday video, you know. Vic I don't the Fourth's maybe... gone wild. So, yeah, maybe that, I wonder if that uh, segment will come back. Um, but, yeah, we, let's wrap it up here, Carl. Um, any final thoughts for the day or for the week or what do you got? Nope. Just keep improving and be nicer. That's what Vic wanted at the end for his birthday, right? He wanted, yeah, he wanted um, peace and love. and So, yeah, wear a mask, everybody. Let's get through this thing. It's getting pretty obnoxious out there. Um, and I can't leave the country because we're not allowed to go anywhere. So let's, uh, you know, let's let's figure it out. Um, Reporting live so, from hell. Smart on. Um, yeah, awesome show. Great 
fucking record, man. Um, super pumped about the uh, fear of death. Uh, it's going to be a good one. So, All right. See you next week, everybody. Carl, have a good one. Take care. Take care, Mike. Take care, everybody.